very good afternoon, Darren. Thank you for your time as always. Let's start with the team news because it might be quite interesting team selection coming tomorrow. Um, are there any returning players that you're going to have available? Yeah, it, it's really pleasing that we've had David um, Kasuma back training this week and, and uh, Josh Ruffles, really. So those two have been a, um, a wonderful um, added boost to have those two back in training this week. So we're pleased to see them back with the team. Is there any update on Jack Radoni, Josh Caroma, as to how long they might be out for? Yeah, they're going to still be out. Um, we think, uh, obviously, Jack may be out for a little bit more time and, and Josh Caroma, hopefully not as long. Um, we also saw a couple of pictures doing the rounds on social media of Delano Bergsorg. Is he all right? Is he fit? Yeah, Dale, Dale just had a knock and I think players nowadays post a lot of stuff on, on the internet. Um, that's just displaying him, but we're just monitoring Dell at the moment. And then obviously suspension of Jonathan Hogg tomorrow as well, which will be a, a huge miss. What are you going to do with the midfield? Yeah, for, for me, um, we knew that Hoggy was going to be suspended after picking up his booking last week. Um, so it's just a matter of um, somebody else deputising and stepping in, into his shoes. Uh, the group, we've known that um, from since Hoggy's uh, booking from last week being the fifth one that he was going to miss this week and it's all part and parcel of the game and it's now up to somebody else to step in and uh, sort of grab the ball by the horn so to speak with tomorrow's game How big a miss is he as much as anything because he's incredibly vocal on the pitch he's a real leader out there Yes I mean you, you've touched uh, based on, on all those aspects because Hoggy's a, um, a, good, a team leader is a good team captain but not just for what he does on the pitch, but off the pitch as well, really. So um, to not have him tomorrow will be an, um, um, a blow. But as I said, um, it's up for somebody else to step in into his shoes and, um, and grab the opportunity. Might we be seeing quite a, a, a young-looking first eleven tomorrow then? Depends, Catherine. You know, for, for me, um, you know, we, we got the group and the squad of players that we've got and... Um, We'll select accordingly that how we feel fit with it really in terms of tomorrow's game. Um, I know losing um, Hoggy's uh, experience and his age, what comes with it, would suggest that the next person coming in his shoes will be younger. So we can understand that. But, um, but we'll see with the squad tomorrow. How important is it that the defence is more solid? Because it's been a big talking point. Four goals conceded on three occasions recently. How crucial is it that the defence is just tighter at the back than it has been? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And uh, because of the goals that's been conceded. Um, so that's essential because with a tighter defence, it gives you the opportunity to win games. So that's a, a, a must from our perspective in terms of that going forward. So that's a fair reflection. Um, in terms of that, I know we'll look at the defensive unit and look at that. But we remember what we said, we, we look at the whole team as a structure, really, in terms of defending our goals. So um, that's something that's shared by the whole squad. How do you tighten up the defence? Work on the training ground. Um, and that's what it, it comes down to, um, to. In order to improve things, it all comes from the training ground for me um, in terms of getting out there and, and doing the physical work and trying to reenact certain situations um, and consistently doing that. Um, going back to the basics, um, all those elements 
um, te- uh, prevalent really in terms of working on those aspects of the game that you need to work on and consistently work on. Um, and that's no different, again, in terms of us trying to improve as a group. So it's work what's needed. The defensive record at Sheffield Wednesday last season was fantastic. I think only conceded 37 goals all season. Is that a template that can be applied to this squad? Or are you having to basically start from scratch to build the kind of defence that ultimately you achieved during your time at Sheffield? Yeah, you have to, you're building it. We are building it and we're working towards it. Um, Sometimes you don't get that um, straight away, but it's something that you have to build, Catherine, and we are building that and we'll continually work on that. And it's an area of the game that we have to consistently work at. But we are in the process of working that. And what you want to do is you you want to get it to those levels of um, that we had last season in terms of the uh, previous employees that we was working under. Um, so you come with that and you're trying to implement that here because that is an aspect of the game that if we can imp- implement that and the players can grab hold of that and get that understanding and consistency to the game, then um, it'll certainly help us moving this club forward. How crucial is it to get not only a result but also a performance tomorrow and restore some of the confidence that unfortunately has is, is ebbed away over the last couple of games? Yeah, and that's down to us as a group um, in terms of getting the right performance. Um, we need the fans, but the fans need a performance to get behind the team with, really. So that's the bit what we, we want to focus on, really, is getting the right performance um, last week was, wasn't was a great week for us in terms of uh, the performance and results so the opportunities come again for us tomorrow to, to put some of those wrongs right if you like so there's there's many many different aspects in terms of working on that and together we've we've had a solid week's work and we get ready for another important game tomorrow Did you see enough anger amongst your squad about how things unfolded last Saturday? I think for for us we've done a debrief of the game and, and I, I said with the team that there's a bit of honesty and reflection and I think we, we was honest and reflective in terms of um, when the opportunity came for us to capitalise on things to, for us as a, as a team at the day, that didn't come but it was about us not, um, when we face a little bit of adversity, is standing strong in those moments and I think we've reflected that as a group because that happens in football and it, and it happens every single week in football and it will continue to happen every uh, game in football but it's having the ability to um, stand firm and trust one another and continue on the, on the, uh, the process um, but what we just it's important that when you do face that little bit of adversity it doesn't have to always go against there's, a, there's an ability to stand up and, and, and be proactive towards that. And I think that's what we've spoken about and that's some of the aspects that we've worked on in training. You've seen enough of that on the pitch, though, and particularly in-game situation of people people calling each other out, right, you're not doing your job, you're not helping me out. Are there enough people doing that on the pitch as a match is unfolding? Yeah, you might not probably see it from the naked eyes sitting in the stands, but obviously there's a different language going on on the football pitch, which... Um, even in the naked eye, when you're on, on, in, inside the arena, uh, there's all sorts going on inside the arena. So we do hear that. We we are reflective of that. That is definitely uh, brought up 
points, which is great to hear because for me that shows that there's a real care, uh, an understanding, and a level of wanting to get better. So um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if it was quiet and mute out there, then I'd be probably sort of more worried on that. But the fact of the matter is quite vocal, and um, there's a caring element, and that's what um, I'd rather that continue to happen than it not happen. Do you get angry? Yes, yeah, yeah, I do get, um, you, you do get angry and, and frustrated in, in situations, but also at the same time it's got to be controlled because um, um, sometimes in moments um, you've got to keep your anger and frustrations and remain professional in the, um, in the environment, in the arena, because you want to be able to um, see and do things and sometimes if you're in that angry or emotional state and that, you won't be able to do that. Unfortunately, the results haven't gone as anybody would have wanted. And there are some fans who are unconvinced by what you've managed to achieve so far. What would you say to them to encourage them to stick with the project, stick with the process? Yeah, listen, the, the, the results are um, in an industry where football... Um, the results, people get attached emotionally to the results, which is understandable, and that'll never change. It's it's part and partial of the game. Um, so the results haven't gone the way we would have liked them. But what I would say is to echo is that um, tomorrow with the support base coming in to support the team, all Huddersfield Town, no matter what happens, love the club through thick and thin, been there right the way to the very, very end. Come what rains, sunshine, they'll be there. The supporters will be there. And it's that consistency, love and support for the football club that they have always and always will support. Um, what we feel we do is is that we've got to give the fans um, that backing with the performance. So really, in terms of that, from a player's point of view and a supporter's point of view, we want one common thing is to see Huddersfield Town go do well. And that's what we'll all be working towards. So... Tomorrow again, you know, it's to um, speak for myself and within the group, it's for the fans to, 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 to be there and be vocal as they always have been. And um, their support will be with the club, no matter where that's, this club is and where the team is at and showing their vocal support. And, and as I said, we're just concentrating on getting that right performance. We've been here a few weeks now. Is this perhaps a bigger project and there's more work to do than perhaps you'd envisaged when you agreed to take it on? Catherine, I knew the work here before I took it on. So I'm, I'm standing here uh, wide-eyed, open and thinking, my goodness, look at this. No, no, I knew when I arrived here the work, what was needed at the football club. Um, and it's just about getting, getting on and doing that work and doing it to the best of ability and continuing to work um, to the best of ability. Um, when I've, all the jobs I've had um, leading up to this, I've been in difficult situations. So um, I don't envisage this being any different. Um, the, my job is to continue to work extremely hard um, and seeing all the situations that are, are where they are at this time and trying to put them right. Um, the results would suggest that they're putting them right, but in order for them results to come right, there's a process what needs to be put right, really, and we're working on putting those processes right. And then the results will follow, I'm sure. 
Last couple. Um, the owner here, Kevin Nagel, is very vocal. He's very keen to engage with fans. He does that a lot on social media. He has been quite quiet this week. I just wondered if you'd had a conversation with him and that he equally is offering assurances that you know, he, he wants to see this project through. He is backing you, affording you that patience to, to carry on doing the job you've started. Yeah, when we first, when we came to the football club in, in terms of, you know, explaining where this club was at, um, we're clearly on the page in terms of um, where the club's at and where we want it to go and where, where we want it to get it to. Um, the chairman is a really, 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 really top guy in terms of what he wants for the football club. He just sees this football club in such a um, high status in terms of what he wants to do with his football club in moving it forward. Um, and it's all part and partial of the, the, the turnaround here and what he wants to bring to Huddersfield Town Football Club. And it's nothing but positivity and energy. We're constantly on the phone. We talk. And, um, and yeah, we know uh, the situation that we've been in. It's not been the, the, the best of weeks but we consistently continue to work and talk together. So even though I, I'm not on social media or networking and everything else, but even though you say he's been quiet, we've been very much talking, so yes. You, and you've spoken to him this week? Yeah, yeah. And what was his take on yeah. Saturday? Yeah, we've got to keep, um, keep fighting, keep staying together. It's about unity, oneness, togetherness, and keep pushing on forward um, and don't give up the good fight. And that's what we that's what we continue to do. So, and those are the words we've I can echo because we've spoken. Thank you very much. Good luck this weekend. Cheers. Thanks, Catherine. Stephen. Hi, Darren. Um, we've just been talking to Lee Nichols, and I think as Catherine's alluded to, he was talking about the importance of sticking together and how previous tough spells that is what has got the group through. Is that are you seeing that from the players on the training ground this week? Yeah, this this group of players have been through tough spells before. And they're faced with another tough spell now, and they're leaning on all the experiences from the tough, tough spells they've had before, and and now in order to to regroup and go again. Um, what's happened's gone now, Steve. As a group, we can't do anything about it. What we are doing now, Steve, is formulating and coming together as one, and uh, putting the workload in in terms of trying to turn this around and get a, get the positive results. It is with the the extent of the injury list and Hoggy suspended tomorrow is this sort of a tough spell you anticipate might continue for a little while longer yeah and if it does it does I mean it, it's one it is part and partial of it Steve if it is and, and we've just got to get on and, and do what we do to the best of our ability um, we know when those injuries return there'll be a big added bonus and, and they'll help us a lot we know that um, in the meantime, the players that we haven't got, we haven't got, and we haven't got them for a reason because they're injured. But the time will come when we do get them back, and when we do get them back, um, we'll have more options available, we'll have more um, depth in the squad, all those kind of things that help um, a team go forward. Um, so, you know, if this is to be our time with the injuries that we've got on the, on the injury table, then let's get it out the way now and, and hopefully we'll get them back and the keys when they get back that they stay back that's the key um, Have you ever had an injury list as, as bad as this before? Um, nothing don't spring to mind in remembrance I would, I'd have probably said that yeah we've had injuries because that's part and partial of the game but 
Um, I suppose we're just highlighting it now because where it's at at the moment. But um, but as I said, um, it's opportunities for others to step in and and go forward. Is there a, is it a case of maybe being a little bit pragmatic when you're at a, a position like this with the squad rather than doing everything that you would ideally like to do? Yeah, good. I mean, it's a good it's a good question, Steve. It is because um, yes, it is. Um, yes, there is some things forced upon us. Yes, there is things you have to work around to try and balance with what you've got. Yes, there, that does happen. Um, but in all situations, you're trying to always take the best foot forward and, and lead from the front. And, and that's what we're trying to do in this situation. So we're continuing to progress, continuing to work hard. And we just believe that when the squad gets more healthier in terms of bodies, um, there'll be more... Um, sort of round pegs in round holes as opposed to square pegs in round holes, you know. Um, is Danny Ward likely to be out again this weekend? Yes. Yeah, OK. Um, when you sort of have the squad in this position, um, do you already, are you already got sort of one eye on the January transfer window and the, the needs that you have in the squad? Yes, yeah, Steve, we, we, we have now. I think um, in terms of me being in the building, um, what is it, six weeks now, um, I think now things are, are evident and clear to me in terms of areas that we look to try and strengthen. If it's possible to strengthen those areas, that you, you might make up your mind and say, yeah, we're going to strengthen these areas. But as you know, there's so many different uh, diameters that can happen, um, but it won't be for the want of trying. I think sort of one positive from the past few games, and, and fans have noticed this as well, despite him being a bit divisive at times, but Sorba Thomas, we've noticed, has been in, has particularly seemed to be keep going and keep that spirit up, keep that fight up, keep heart, even when the result is going against you. Is that something you've noticed in Sorba, and is that something you want to see the rest of the team doing as well? Sorba's a good player, and and really, really good player, and... Um... I've certainly been impressed with him and in terms of, you know, his drive and endeavour um, and where he's at, you know, and his real self-belief, he's got wonderful. And um, he's been epitomising that in his performances. So um, long may that continue. Um, and as I said, you know, for the, for, the, for the rest of the group and that, you know, there's the, the, the rest of the group have got different talents, whereas Sorba's got his own talent for the team in a particular area. Um, it's about others um, playing and sticking to their strengths in those positions, really. And that's where we've been continuing to work from. Um, and hopefully if with that brings a level of consistency, um, which brings a level of performance. You have now had a, a good look at most of the players, certainly the ones that are available at least. Do, do you feel like you've now got a good sense of um, everyone's sort of strengths and weaknesses and maybe tried some things that have or haven't worked that you can now replicate or, or get rid of? I think that's fair to say, Steve. And as I said, you know, you try some things that um, that you want to try. You ha you've had to try some things that have been sort of forced because of the situation and the circumstances. So, um, but in that, you develop a learning and an understanding. And I think that's the, the biggest thing really in terms of, um, where we've been at, and you know some of the some of the, the decisions that we've had to make, and and sort of um, sort of roll the dice 
um, rotate things around in terms of managing and dealing with games. Um, and that's what we've had to do. But in terms of understanding the group, of course, when you're here from being here after six days or six weeks, there's a more of a level understanding with the group when you're working with the group and you see them on the training ground. Um, first couple of weeks I was here, we had, we had four games in two weeks, minimal training. You're just more or less playing the games and recovering the players. The next block was two weeks international break, which was great to get out there and work with some of the group. Um, and then obviously we've come into these two, two weeks now, um, building up before we break for the next international break. So there is a level of understanding where the group's at, but they've been a, a great group to continue to work with and we continue to do that. It felt like last week there was a lot of leads getting in behind um, the two full-backs. Is that a particular area of concern at the moment? All areas are concerned, Steve. All areas are concerned. Um, I keep saying to you that, um, you know, let's not particularly identify individuals or uh, an individual. It's all areas, really. And we shared it. We shared the load together, and that's the way how it is. And, you know, I'm... I'm consistent with the words in terms of the approach in terms of the game is that um, we're striding to get better as a, as a team uh, as a club in terms of all aspects uh, and there's work to be done here and the only the only way it works is doing as, as the weeks and days or the days and weeks pass by is putting that good solid work in and, and continuing to make um, days that you're working in good days which then hopefully turn into a good week so for me, best of luck. Cheers. Thanks, Steve. Come to Stuart from the Yorkshire Post next, please. Hi, Darren. Hello, Stu. Sorry. Nice thing, sorry. I just wanted to ask, um, when you came in at West Brom and at Sheffield Wednesday, obviously very late in the season in a relegation battle, do you have to cut corners then? And I'm thinking more about now, coming in in September. Is it more about doing work that might take some time to come to fruition but builds more solid foundations? Yes, Stuart. Yeah, um, and and that's the 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 thing is you're working with the group now in terms of where the group's at now, uh, understanding the group where the group's at now, but also at the same time, understanding that if you get certain personnel back in at certain times, then things drop into place uh, far far more easier um, in terms of where they're at, um, so. It's taking that as well. So it's 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 looking at the the short term ones, which is the here and now um, performances, the games, uh, looking to try and win games. Obviously, that's that doesn't go out the window, and that's what we're trying to do. But also looking at the 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 longer term sustainability and the pitch of the of the football club, and that's it all round really. Um, but really, right now, it's just focusing on the here and now. Um, um, on the football pitch. I mean, obviously, results are always what you judge by. You know, you know that as well as anyone. But is there is there anything you can do in terms of the way you play that maybe buys you a bit of time if the if luck doesn't go your way and the results aren't forthcoming? Yeah, we've tried to. We we've been trying to do that now. I mean, um, I don't think the team's anywhere near the um, the article that I see them at the moment. If I'm being straight and perfectly honest with you, but it's been able for us to come in and assess the group. 
Remember, I, I said, Stuart, it's about looking at the group and seeing where it is at the moment and making adjustments to where the team's at now. Um, and that's what we've been trying to do as a as a, as a as a staff and a, and a management team in in terms of what's available at this moment in time. So it is that: do I see the team anywhere as the model as I would like it to be? Nowhere near. Does that take time? You know that shoe. You know, in terms of you know me quite some time now. In terms of what's needed and I'm aware of that and the process needed but also I'm aware of the the fact that results as well really so there's two aspects of it really in terms of that but um, we continue to work um, and we can't moan and groan in terms of where we're at that's football and uh, we get on with it this might this might be an unfair question so say if it is but um, can you can you put a sort of time on how long it takes before you're Obviously, you're never happy with the team, but when you're sort of comfortable that those foundations are in place, yeah, I don't, I don't. It's so difficult to put a a, a time on it because when you put a time on it, you get you get legislated with that time. Um, because the fact of the matter is, learning comes in very different forms, and some learn quicker than the others, and in that's the that's the part and partial of of anything. What I will say is that if you look back in history and currently now, any team side um, individual, uh, over time, by consistently working hard at a particular skill set, there is improvement and that's over time and it's, it's time and time again. It's shown uh, some of the most successful organisations and teams been built over time. Um, and I see that being no different here at Huddersfield Town Football Club. The one consistent is everybody in touch with this football club wants this club to do well, uh, and a hundred percent so do I. And I, I can and work every single day hard to see that being put in place, and we'll continue to do that. Um, but I understand the industry that I'm in. I've been in the industry a long time as a player and as a manager and understand it and don't deviate away from it's a results business industry. So I've got that and I'm aware of that. And, um, you know, you're competing for that. I've been a player in here and I've been a manager in here competing for results and I'm no different here today. Uh, we're just in a spell that's going to require that everybody pulling together for Huddersfield Town Football Club and um, the work with inside the football club's ongoing. Um, and again, we get, we get the team out there tomorrow and we get ready for another tough game, but a game that we look forward to because the next game in the fixture list that we look forward to, Stu. You have to sort of um, prioritise because I guess some managers would say, well, we, you know, we conceded eight goals in the, in, a, in the week. The next game, we've just, you know, Clean sheet is absolutely the overriding priority. Is that the sort of way you look at it? Yeah, we want clean sheets because ultimately clean sheets get you um, the right result that you need to at the end of the day. It keeps you in the game. Um, you know, I said earlier to um, Catherine that you want to get clean sheets because that's part and parcel of the game and it gives you a level leverage footage to try and win the game. So um, that's another aspect of the game what never goes out the window. And the successful teams 
over the over the over a season have got large elements of that. That when you look at them scoring goals, when you look at the defensive side of it, they've they've kept a lot of clean sheets. And if you look at the league tables now in any division, you'll see that um, with any team that you associate at the top of the league. And how important, given that you're back at home, is it that you just give? I say the the results kind of out out of your hands if. You know, if Watford play amazingly on the day, or, or you have a bad referee decision, but how important is it that you give the fans something to come away from thinking, I can see where they're going. You know, I, be, I believe in what they're doing. Yeah, I think for for, for me, we we we've seen um, two aspects of the team in terms of good performances against Ipswich and you know QPR, where you know there's been that real. Um, um, committed performance, commentary, second half, a real committed performance. So we've seen that. Then we've seen elements of the other side of the game where we've probably not played to the true potential. So the frustrations will be that they have seen elements of that with the team. And then there's been elements where we've not seen that with the team. So what we have to just do is take the first option in showing those elements in the team because the players have shown that they can do it. Um, and we desire to uh, put those performances in. So, and I think that's probably been more the added frustration as well in terms of that. We've seen elements of that and there's been a real good feel factor in those games. And then, obviously, we've seen elements where we've not quite lived up to it. And that's why I say, really, it's the consistent performing that when you're working with a group of people in the team, there's that, that it's finding that level of consistency to be able to perform that week in, week out. Um, and that's something that we want now. I want it now. I want it tomorrow. Uh, but sometimes at the same time, um, it's a process in terms of getting that level of performance um, to where you require it and getting that consistency, Stu. And, um, why, why do you think the gap is so big? Because as you say, you, you've, you've had some good games and then you've had three games now when you've come, conceded four goals. Obviously, you, you, want to, you want to reduce that gap, but why, why do you think it is so big between your, your best and your, your worst performances? Many contributing factors in terms of um, the level of turnaround of games, the ability to not consistently have uh, the squad in terms of building those relationships and dynamics. And, you know, there's been lots of changes in the team. Uh, there's probably not been a consistent uh, flow of 11. So there's been many, many contributing factors in trying to get used to uh, partnerships, units, uh, a team cohesion. There's loads of those that you you can't put, uh, quite put your finger on it. But what you end up trying to do is teach a group of players in terms of a certain way what's expected in terms of over a course of time. And of course, when you're playing against oppositions, never ever one game's the same as you know, Stu. Just like you're taking a golf shot, you're never going to hit the same golf shot twice. Same with the game of football. So it's just really adapting and applying yourselves right uh, for those games when they come. And you're trying to do the more things right then you're getting things wrong but as I said it's dealing with those split second decisions and making good decisions at the time when it's required Excellent Thanks very much Darren Thanks for your time Thanks. Cheers We'll finish with Ian from the Mirror Ian Hi Darren Hello Ian Just a very quick one going back to what you were saying about the importance of getting results and so on the, the way the fixtures are tomorrow if you beat Watford you can go level on points with them Rotherham and QPR are playing each other, so the gap um, below can become much more pronounced as well, depending how that goes. In terms of a quick hit, a win tomorrow would change the complexion of the situation, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely, um, Ian. And any win now would change the complexion. Um, and, you know, in order to change the complexion um, of the club, in order for us all to start looking upwards and not down, that's another thing that we're trying with the, the mindset here is we want to be a club that's looking upwards and, and not sort of downwards. So, and that's another consistent here with the football club that trying to change the mentality here is is another thing that we're tasked with as a group of players and staff here. You're absolutely right. Um, with the right result tomorrow, could change the whole dynamics and, and complex um, of getting uh, us as a group of people and fans looking up in the right direction. That's great. Thanks, Darren. Thank you Cheers. very much. Thank you. Thanks, Cheers. everyone. We'll see the majority of you tomorrow.